Hello and welcome to our weekly podcast from Faith Point Church, Auckland, New Zealand. We hope you will encounter God afresh in this week's teaching segment. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to hear more, then you can visit us at www.faithpoint.org.nz. And now for today's message. Yeah, so I'm Blair and I'm a... Um, I am a grateful believer in, uh, in our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, feel really privileged to um, stand before you all today and actually uh, share a little bit of my story with you. So um, I'm currently 52. I grew up in a in a loving family in West Auckland. Uh, we never went to church, not ever. Never really had any God in my life whatsoever. My mum was a Catholic, but she never went to church. And my, my dad was a trader who thought um, religion was a weakness. So I sort of grew up um, with none of that. Um, loving family, uh, stayed together all the way through. Um, my introduction into God was when I went to St. Peter's College in third form. Um, first day I turned up, all these people were sort of doing this, and I was kind of like, what, what's that? Um, so over the next three years, I got a fairly sort of blunt introduction into the gospel. Um, took a bit of a hammering along the way, but it was, um, it was interesting, and I, I honestly believe right from, from the beginning when I joined that school and came into that environment, God was calling me. Um, I really felt he was. Now, in my early years, I had a massive fascination with religions. Um, I went to endless Hare Krishna rallies. I let Mormons and Seventh-day Adventists into the house, much to the horror of my parents. Um, I read the Koran cover to cover. I followed Buddhism for two years. Um, I studied at School of Parapsychology for a year under one of New Zealand's leading clairvoyants. Um, I just had this really spiritual hunger for knowledge and understanding. Uh, it was all fairly interesting. And that all sort of changed in about 1998 when um, I started living in a house. Um, the people that owned it were full-on Satanists, um, had a really black history. And one night in the house, um, I started seeing in the spirit. Um, and once it started, it never stopped. So um, for the next 18 months, I lived in the house, and I'm seeing massive spiritual entities, um, malicious, vicious visions, um, stuff getting knocked over in the room. Um, and back then, my faith was all over the place. It was weak. And man, I was terrified. I lived in, in horror. Um, yeah, and at the, at the time, I was, um, I was doing a lot of uh, international contracting. So I was in the other country all the time. And this is one of the things that actually kicked me into Christianity was um, like hard. Was, uh, I came home from the airport and I remember walking up into my room and just feeling this dread and terror and horror at what I was going to be facing. And um, I remember just stopping and saying, Jesus, if you're real, You've got to help me. Yeah. And um, what it felt like was he manifested right beside me. And I got this peace, the most beautiful, still peace. And um, that's what sort of turned me. All the other stuff began to fall away. Um, it, took a, it was a process. I spent a lot of years in my, um, in my middle years, um, yeah, in a cycle of drugs and destruction, alcoholism, lust, just shocking. Um, it was messy in there. But from that point on, God started ironing that out. And, you know, I can stand before you today and um, say I've been delivered um, from a lot. Um, drugs and alcohol, lust, pornography. Um, there's a massive list of stuff. Burnout, PTSD, anxiety, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Because with that sort of behavior, um, you get problems with the way you're looking at yourself, low self-esteem, all that sort of stuff. And I can stand before you and say, man, I got healed. And I am healed. Yeah. Yeah. You know that song we just sung, 
you turn shame into glory. That's my testimony right there, man. Yeah, all right. So look, I better get back on track. Um, <laughs> yeah, so through that, um, through that, through what happened with Jesus coming in there, um, I really started calling on the blood in that house, and uh, I survived it. It was ugly in there, but man, I come out of it fearless. But I really, the one thing I did learn was that's where the power lays. Eh? It was the only thing that worked was was calling on on his um on his blood. Yeah. So look, um, with all of that happening, I actually thought my calling would be deliverance. So um, I started looking into that, and I ended up in a deliverance ministry for a couple of years, but it just didn't pan out. And about nine years ago, I um. I ended up, uh, I was after a second bout of burnout at work, and I had a bit of spare time on my hands. I decided I was going to volunteer. And I remember going through the volunteer Auckland website and looking, and every time I looked at this, this one ad, it was like the Holy Spirit booted me in the backside and said, get in there. It was miles from where I lived. I didn't want to, um, but it kept coming. So it was a disability ministry. Now, I can tell you honestly, I had never dealt with anybody in a wheelchair or anybody disabled whatsoever. When I entered into that place, it was a drop-in centre. I was terrified. I would have rather gone home and faced a room full of demons, I'm telling you. It was terrible. <laughs> that's, how it, that's how I felt. <laughs> so look, the, the, first, the first day I turn up, right, and I'm just terrified, and there's people there in wheelchairs locked up with cerebral palsy that are struggling to talk, and I, I don't know what to do with myself. After about five minutes, they start approaching me, saying, hey, I'm such and such. Are you okay? <laughs> So look, from that day, man, I was hooked. These people stole my heart. And um, I've been with the ministry now about nine years. I joined a committee about six years ago called CFFD, which is Christian Fellowship for the Disabled. Uh, it's for people mainly with physical disabilities under the Elevate um, um, Umbrella Trust. But um, man, these people have changed my life. And I just want to take a quick minute and just share about one of them. Uh, it's a very good friend of mine called Mark Grantham. Um, there's been a little book written about him and He's got cerebral palsy. He's really locked up. He's been selling chocolate in Newmarket for over 10 years. He's sold over 50,000 bars of chocolate. And he sponsors nine, uh, six World Vision children with the money that comes in. Now, you look at what that guy's got and what he's doing with what he's got. It's inspiring, man. These people never cease to amaze me, man. It's amazing. You know, some of the hardships, the difficulties, but you see what they push through and what they do. And it's inspiring to be around them. Makes you forget all your own rubbish and just look and go, wow, man, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm locked into that pretty hard out. Had some fantastic experiences in there. And uh, a couple of little things I want to share before I, uh, I go is um, like last year I, I got married. Now, for those of you that don't believe in miracles, trust me, this is. <laughs> I proposed and she said yes, that lady over there. That's my partner, Nanette. So, look, in all honesty, I'd given up. I'd make so many bad choices, so many destructive relationships, I'd actually left it and just handed it to God and said, this is up to you. And I, I figured I was just going to be, uh, be single for the rest of my life. And God brought this wonderful woman into my life that I'm so grateful for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I've got one, one final word. Um, it's just a question, really. Are you tired of trying to fix and control all aspects of your life? Because this is something that I, I suffered with terribly. And, and I know I was, t absolutely. And um, what I've learned is just by letting that stuff go and handing it over, God works miracles with what you've got. And that's really what I want to leave you with today. You know, not, 
not just um, not just not just handing it over, but properly handing it over, not picking it up when you think God's not looking because He is, actually leaving it with Him and then watching what He does with it. Because you know the the stuff I look back on the shame He does use for glory. What a journey! I just you know you know that lyric saved a wretch like me. I was that wretch, man. And, you know, I look at where I'm at now and where I was. It's, it's just miraculous. It really is. All right, so lastly, I just want um, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I just want to leave you with that. Thanks very much. Thanks, what a story.